This is Generation Green's Wildflower Project, the podcast that starts conversations to create connections on this journey we're all doing called life. Together, we can grow through what we go through and bloom in spite of it all. So let's be like wildflowers and see where the wind blows us. Hello and welcome back to Generation Green's Wildflower Project. I'm your host, Sherry Sobey, and today I'm sitting down with Nancy Dudium of Made Beauty Co., which is an on-site hair and makeup group of stylists and artists. I like the word artist in there. That's right. Because you are. You're creating (laughs) some masterpieces here. That's right. So welcome, Nancy. Hi. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks so much for coming. So we're going to talk a little bit about clean beauty, but first... Let's talk about Made Beauty Co. How long have you been doing this for? Okay, so Made Beauty Company, I started um, only in 2017. And I decided I wanted to venture off and do my own thing. So I've been doing makeup since 2003, so quite a long time. And I just decided that I was super interested in, I'm a little bit schmoopy. That's how I describe it. Schmoopy? Yeah, I'm a little bit schmoopy. So um, when I do makeup, it's not just about makeup. I really want to impact um, women and be able to really help them build their self-confidence. And I do that through makeup artistry because you just have the opportunity to meet different people. Usually what ends up happening is they sit in your chair and they'll always start telling you their insecurities first, what they hate about themselves. So I kind of wanted to be a little bit different. And so I created Made and it's Made Confident, Made Beautiful. So it's not about the makeup. It's more about the experience and being able to have somebody look at themselves in a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Because we are, we are such critics when it comes to the mirror. It's so terrible. Honestly, I just spent the entire day today working um, for a brand in Sephora. And the first thing they're like, oh my gosh, these these bags under my eyes. Or, oh, don't look at my skin. Or can we go in the back so nobody can see me with my makeup off? And it's like heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, like, do you know like how beautiful you are? And you like, there's only one you. Right. But you're feeling so insecure about yourself. So th- it gives me the opportunity to breathe that into people. And I just feel like it's really, it's come a really long way since I've just let go and kind of let myself be that schmoopy me <laughs> and no and that's wonderful because mm-hmm. somebody has to do it <laughs> we need lots of uh, lots of those voices mm-hmm. you know we need to be telling and hearing and uh, spreading that message so would you say that then like the idea of trying to impact women and trying to get them to see themselves in a different way did that come from just doing makeup or was that something that was already really important to you? Oh no, it's been important to me since I was little. For oh really? Sure. You already oh, yeah. had that? Oh yeah, Good for, for you. sure. A completely different perspective. But um, growing up with, um, th- I have four brothers, but three boys right above me. Um, and so I was an athlete and and always had that sort of male perspective on everything right above me. Um, my sisters were much older, so I didn't get to like play with makeup. So it didn't occur to me any of that until I was much older. But I do remember always thinking I knew what it felt like to be left out. Mm. And I didn't always, I didn't ever want anybody to feel left out of anything. So it started that way long before, right? like long before makeup was even a thing. So not being cliquey, even in school, even going into high school, but having like different groups and making sure that I always include people at the lunch table Aww, and that sort of thing. Like those really nice people. <laughs> I, was, yeah, I still am really Aww, nice. No, Too no, nice. <laughs> you are. No, that's so lovely. Yeah. Just really knowing, like knowing what it feels like. I, right. there's, there, I was 
brought up in a Mexican Mennonite family in one day that that's a whole nother conversation, <laughs> but just like a, a type of um, dynamic and culture that was already judged in the community and that I grew up in. And so I just didn't want that happening. I wanted to make sure that it didn't matter what culture people were from or, or what your label was, because generally people feel as though they're labeled. Right. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted the opportunity to just be like, you know what? That doesn't matter. Yeah. Come sit with me at the lunch table. You're an empath. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We've had that conversation. Yeah. I am. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's beautiful. Thank you. In itself. Thank you. Yes. I'm trying to embrace it. And everybody has that, you know, we all have something special that we can um, we can bring out. Yeah. And it does, because you can see there's beautiful people in the world, mm-hmm. obviously. But if they're not as beautiful on the inside, that really does show. So if yeah. your inner beauty is absolutely amazing yeah. it will show through it will shine through yeah um and that's what everybody else will see yes so you know the more we talk to ourselves and i i guess you know what i was having this conversation actually a couple days ago when i was learning a little bit more even about you know just nutrients and cells and i was studying something there but it was like wow our bodies are absolutely fascinating what they do and we take for granted yeah. inside and if we were to be you know thanking our bodies more, maybe then we start to appreciate the more what's on the inside. You know, if we really took a look at that every day, it was like, wow, like my heart's beating and my brain's working and my my blood's moving here and oxygen's going through and just all the little things that are happening behind the scenes that we just don't even appreciate. Yeah, totally. And but I do think then we would be so much kinder, you know. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, the outside is sometimes a reflection of the inside. Yeah. Um, so whether that is the way you're feeling about yourself, or even your health. Yeah. Right. So it will come out. And it's it's a great way to, I guess, have it as kind of like your 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 in- indicator here, right? Yeah. Your, uh, yeah, if you're having skin issues, it's like, well, what's going on in your gut, maybe? Yeah, right. Totally. Right. Absolutely. That's so huge. Mm-hmm. And diet can be so impactful for people's skin. And they just sometimes don't even want to believe that that's a possibility. But it absolutely like nutrition is so powerful. It is. Yeah, it's like literally like feeding our bodies from the inside. And where do you think it comes? It comes outside, right? Right. Yeah. And obviously, you know, uh, hydrating yep. is going to be good for our skin and it's yep. going to look really good. Um, and what, give me like your top three tips for good skin. Oh gosh. Top three tips. Cleansing. Okay. Is number one. Absolutely ensuring that you're cleansing morning and night. Um, I don't necessarily believe in using a product to cleanse again in the morning. I know that a lot of like estheticians um, and people that do facials would absolutely think that you need to do that. Um, I love using a Norwex cloth in the morning or something that just like a like a cleansing cloth only just to mm-hmm. get those mites off your face. Um, but cleansing for sure will be Did you so... say mites? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. there's mites on your face? Mm-hmm. Oh, when you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. Oh, fantastic. Mm-hmm. So th- and they can actually... Like cause rosacea on your skin as well. Stop so everybody, it. everybody has them. It's very, very ah. normal. Yeah, everybody has them. So we just need to cleanse them so that there's not a buildup of them to aggravate our skin. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, so far I'm okay then because I <laughs> I only usually wipe in the mornings because I'm I'm oil cleansing right now and I yep. love the oil cleansing, yep. especially for dry skin. Yep. Uh, it's great and it gets your makeup off really fast. And it easy. sure does. So yep. that's always lovely. So double cleanse with your oil cleanser at night so you'll get that real good deep clean yeah. with the hydration as well. 
well. Okay. What about these facial brush things, those motorized things? What do you think about those? Do they Uh, actually do anything? Yep, they for sure do. Um, The only thing is that you really need to be treating your skin like wet paper. So if somebody is using one of those and they're pressing too hard on their skin, they can cause like little micro tears in their skin. And then that can cause inflammation or a breakout or it can build up dead skin on top. It can be really bad. Oh, okay. (laughs) So if somebody is super educated on how to use it properly and is really diligent on making sure they're not grinding it into their skin, for sure, it can be a super nice deep cleanse. Is it necessary? Meh. So that's would that personal be the, preference. Okay. It, would that be right up there then too with exfoliating um, types of cleansers? Yes. You want to make sure that you're using products right. that aren't going to cause any micro tears. Um, a little short time ago, they had um, there was an apricot scrub mm-hmm. that was out that actually had shells in it. Mm. So they've now... Um, they've they've taken that off the market because really? it's actually hurting people's skin. Yeah. Wow. And people just keep using it, right? Of course. Okay. Because we don't know any better. But when you do know better, please yeah. listen to this. Yeah. Make sure that you're not using products that are too harsh for your skin. Okay. Yeah. So don't go to bed with makeup on. Nope. Cleanse, cleanse. Cleanse, cleanse. And, and, and this is for guys too. Yep. Because yep. I have totally some is. boys that are serious about their skincare. Yep. Um, and it doesn't mean that it's just makeup that they're taking off. It can be any of the free radicals. It can be any of the dirt just being outside with the wind blowing. We have such crazy wind here. Anything that's out in the environment, we want to make sure that we're getting that off. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's tip number one. Mm-hmm. Good time cleansing here. Good deep cleansing. <laughs> Good deep cleansing. Deep gentle cleansing. Yes. Deep gentle cleansing. Okay. So double cleanse. Double cleanse. Cleanse is a really, really popular sort of trend thing that's coming back. It used to be a thing, but definitely think that that's beneficial. Okay. Yep. Good. Number two. Number two. So I'm only allowed three products. Hmm. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to say a, a peel. I use a an overnight resurfacing peel that is like like heart-stoppingly amazing. It's unbelievable. It actually helps to uh, reduce the size of your pores. It helps to tighten your skin. It helps to even up your skin tone. It um, boosts your the moisture levels in your skin. It does so many unbelievably beautiful things. It's by a brand called Beauty Counter. Love it. Game changer for sure. So if huh. I had to pick two, that would be the next. Okay. And then a third a cream, mm-hmm. but what would it be? Would it be a day cream or a night cream? A universal cream mm. that doesn't really exist, really. So yeah, there's but a-, a cream of some sort. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. so good moisture, something to make sure that you're hydrated, right? Or controlling the oil in your skin, depending on the type of skin that you have. Okay, yeah. What about toners? Now I've yep. heard like toners are good for getting rid of the last bit of maybe dirt left behind. Yep. And if it's really well formulated, it can help prepare for the moisturizer. Absolutely. So softeners are usually the ones that actually do the preparation for moisture. Okay. Um, however, if you're double cleansing, you shouldn't need to use a toner. So okay. toner, um, I find like they're changing it a little bit more to be, because toners generally had a lot of alcohol in them, Yeah. but they're switching them over a little bit to be those softening lotions, which prep the skin for that moisturizer to go deeper into the skin. Okay. Yeah. And that's probably a lot that I have here. There's no alcohol in them. Yep. So, yep. okay. So they'd be called softeners. Yep. Softeners. Right. So like it that. literally softens the skin and preps it for the next right. stage. And always that additional boost of hydration is never a bad thing for anybody, especially in our climate. We're so crazy cold yeah. and the environment really is quite harsh, whether we're in the dead of winter or whether we're in summer, it's always a little bit harsh, it seems. So, you know, treating our skins the best. Oh, you know what? I just decided what my third skincare thing would be. Tell me. It'd have to be a sunscreen oh, lotion. Okay. 
because mm-hmm. we need that. Yeah. Yes. And if you're using, okay, we're going to talk about natural cosmetics here <laughs> yep. in a second, but if you're yep. using natural cosmetics, yep. there is a, you know, the minerals in there Absolutely. are going to uh, benefit that. Yep. Right. So you want to make sure that you're going into a physical sunscreen instead of a chemical sunscreen, and that will make the difference in in whether or not it's, it's actually healthy for your skin and your body. Okay. Yep. Good. All right, we got it down here. We're going to make it happen. <laughs> Three is hard. Three is hard. I know when you got to pick your favorites. Now, yeah. I've never done this hot oil thing that you're, what is it? Is it hot oil, did you say? No, what was the second thing? Oh, the resurfacing peel. Oh, where did I get hot oil Not in that? Sure. You can All do right. a hot oil, but yeah. I don't know that I'd put it on okay, your face. Okay, resurfacing peel. <laughs> Overnight resurfacing peel. So you do this yourself. It's a product. Oh, yeah. It's a oh, product okay. that you, you don't have to go to the salon no, and do this. No, it's not. It is. It does have um, different types of acids in it, but they're all derived um, and safe. They're totally safe for human health. Um unbelievable ingredients. If I get into that, we'll be talking for a little while, but there are so many different benefits and it has been life-changing for so many people. Even if you have lots of breakouts, like I'm, I'm 41 now and I find that, um, I still struggle with breakouts on my jawline and it, it is remarkable. I can have a breakout and use it twice and the breakout's gone. Seriously. Yeah. It's phenomenal. I'm in my fifties and I'm all of a sudden breaking out. I think it could be just lack of sleep though. It could it can I be think, the hormones I mean, changing in your body as well because you're probably going into oh, perimenopause. No, uh, oh God, no! I've been menopause past? forever. Really? Well, I'm surgical menopause. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yeah, yes, yes. So I just I struggle with really dry skin. Yeah. So no, uh, that's it is just all of a sudden it's like I don't know. Uh, but I've been using I I actually switch my products and I think it's like shampoo and all that too. Yeah. I tell my customers this: when you find something good, find something else. Uh, <laughs> have a backup because yeah. I think it just doesn't perform like it does when you first put it on uh, I don't know if that makes sense or it's like a shampoo if you've been using it for too long yeah. it just doesn't do what yeah. it did originally yeah get the alternate yeah, yeah. and yeah. then then go back to it yeah I kind of like to do it like as you know as I run out of product it's like yeah. okay I'm gonna switch and then I'll go back to you but gotta switch it up all the time I feel like I perform so I'm probably at a point right now with seasons changing and all that yeah. where it's like hey okay, gotta switch yep Yeah, totally. And I end up switching like throughout the week. So I use the overnight resurfacing peel only two or three times a night, a a night (laughs) in my dreams, Um, a week. And then I end up switching to like an antioxidant. That's a a natural one that will just help boost everything in my skin. And then a hyaluronic acid that I mix in with it. Yeah. And then I love hyaluronic acid. Yes, me too. Always helps to plump the skin. And CoQ10 and all that stuff is so wonderful. Yeah. Because I have been using uh, the one from Purinata. They yep. have a, a really great product that has that hyaluronic acid and CoQ10. And I just, my skin just thanks me. Yep. Like, I love it. What do you put on top of it? Well, it is in a lotion. It is in a lotion. It eh? is in, yeah. So I use it at bedtime. Yep. And then I'm using an oil that they have as well. So awesome. I'm using their Revive and Repair. And they're just like tag team wonderful usually. It's crazy what ends up happening. Hey, how amazing skincare when can you're, be. Well, you know what? I think it's amazing when you find really amazing products with yep. amazing ingredients. Yes. And I think this is where we can start to talk about a little bit about conventional products yep. compared to um, some more natural um types of products. Yeah, safer products. Safer products is the word. That's a good idea. Because I think what a lot of people, you know, will say is that it's more 
Well, you know what? I don't even know if this, I think it's catching up as far as affordability goes. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I absolutely see agree. a big change there. Yeah. But I think what people need to understand, a lot of times what you're paying for is the the branding, the packaging. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're paying for a lot of different fillers and preservatives uh, for those things to sit on the shelf forever. Um, and so that's one of the things I really want people to understand. But when we talk about a clean product, mm-hmm. And when we talk about greenwashing, and so mm-hmm. the appearance of it being green, and sometimes you can see that in the branding, right? Yeah. Just the color. Like they do these things for yep. a reason. Yep. For us to think that it is going to be. So we really need to be our own research advocates yep. here uh, for a good part of it. Or you find somebody you can trust because we're not going to know everything about everything. And you can't because everything's changing so quickly, especially with all of the knowledge that's happening. And right. and um, like the, this brand that I work with, um, they happen to be in Ottawa right now at Parliament fighting for changes in skincare yeah. because it is so unregulated and there are so many toxic things to our bodies that are still allowed to be put into any product. Which is insane. It's, it's hard to imagine. And it's one of the things I think when I started this where I was at was that I was actually angry. I was angry because I was like, how have you been fooling me? I know. And how have you made me feel like that you would have my best interest here? Like that somebody would be taking care of this. But by saying we're going to allow, you know, little bits in this product and little bits in this product. But collectively, how many products does a woman use in a a morning? Oh, I can't even tell you. If I used 30, I wouldn't be exaggerating. No, it's true. Before I leave the bathroom, I've already used a body wash, shampoo, conditioner. I've used a face wash. Um, What else have I used? So that's four just in the shower yeah. on a regular, oh, soap. Yeah. So that's five. Then I get out of the shower and putting a body lotion on. Mm-hmm. I'm putting um, something creamier for my feet, right? Because we live yeah. in Winnipeg. And then I put an eye cream in there. I put a face cream, a serum. So we're already at 10 and I haven't even left the bathroom. Mm-hmm. You haven't done your hair yet either. I haven't done my hair yet either. Yeah. So that's usually three products, whether it's a leave-in conditioner or a gel or whatever it may be. Yeah. There's usually th- two Brush or three. Brush your teeth, yeah. oh, mouthwash, any so of those we, things. We have not left the bathroom after a shower and we're at 15 products. Mm-hmm. And that's just like, that's me. I'm a, I'm a little bit of a product junkie, but I know that there are people out there that are, use way more products than that. Totally. Plus our polish, right? I'm, you oh, know, yeah. The polish that's on my hands. So now we're talking... Like we're at 20, we haven't left the bathroom. Right. Like, and so now those little bits in those 20 products, yeah. you know, what are they doing, right? I, yep. I think they're probably meeting up and having a party. Yeah, in my they body. sure are. Yeah. Because it, like they can have chemical reactions in our bodies as well. So this is where um, I started to be a little bit more of an advocate on clean beauty. Mm-hmm. And really, because I'm someone that does have a lot of allergies to nature, so I have to be a little bit careful. I can't have anything with rose water in it or anything like that. So I've started to really, truly research product that is non-toxic to human health. Right. And did this start... Like this isn't how you started when you started your company, was it? Or was it always going to be like part of it that you were um, going to be focused on clean beauty? I I sort of. Or did you learn as you were going along? That's very interesting. Um, I actually started with that when I worked in a um, retail setting in cosmetics, which is generally where most of us start when we are, are makeup artists and are going on that journey. Um, 
But when it really started, I was already 10 years in, 10, 12 years into being a makeup artist and hadn't really thought about it. I was the person that was saying, oh, there are minimal amounts of lead in mm-hmm. that lipstick. It's it's not harmful to you. Not even talking about anything else. I feel like we don't even talk about lead anymore. Mm-hmm. We talk about all of these phthalates and who knows what. Parabens. Um, parabens and Hormone and disruptors. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. Like, and people don't even understand Um how disrupting they can be because it's not just the one product exactly what we're just talking about it's the compilation of all of these Mm -hmm. things so when I actually started to really pay attention to um what was in products was when I had my son um and I was washing him with Johnson and Johnson Mm. and I thought I was doing the right thing right here I'm a new (laughs) mama you already think you're doing everything wrong yeah so here I thought I'm doing something right he didn't cry he was you know my baby cried all the time he didn't cry in the tub Thank goodness. Yeah. So I used this. I would I would wash him with bubbles for like 45 minutes <laughs> with these toxic bubbles, mm-hmm. which I find out later that the reason that they don't burn the baby's eyes is they have chemicals in them that actually numb the baby's eyes. Good gosh. So here I was schlepping yeah. it. Oh, double, triple wash just because, you know, he's happy in there. And then I found this out through watching a marketplace. Okay. And I was like, are you kidding me? So this whole time, and I I remember bawling, yeah. just bawling, thinking like, like what? Like I didn't. And I recently watched another one, and they were talking about um, toxicity even in baby like rice food, and I'm just like, what? Like arsenic? Yeah. That's it. and they were t- testing the baby's arsenic levels, and Jeez. I'm like, it's in rice, pablum. And so yeah. now even like realizing how you need to choose your your rice cereal for your baby. Do you know how much rice cereal my child ate, right? Like so crazy to think all of these things. So from there, I started to be like, okay, I do want to do better with my cleansers. And it just slowly started to progress. And then I just had a lot of reactions to a lot of the natural ones, not realizing at the time that it's like, okay, if I'm allergic to a lot of the flowers outside, perhaps I'm allergic to a lot of, not allergic, I shouldn't say allergic, sensitive. Mm -hmm. Because my, as you can see, I'm tearing today. Well, guess what? I used a new eye cream this week Mm -hmm. that had rose water in it. And I happen to not, it's been four days of me tearing from it. So I have to be very careful of what ingredients I have. So I started to just do investigating and I investigated more and more and more. And then I started to learn and what what gets really overwhelming for consumers is that oh oh this is this is clean beauty because it's cruelty free mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep <laughs> well just because it's cruelty free doesn't mean anything actually yeah. doesn't mean anything about the actual ingredients in the product all it means is they didn't put it in a bunny's eye yeah that's all it means so it's it's a little bit difficult to help people even navigate it. And Mm -hmm. when it's that difficult, what happens? They become overwhelmed and then they shut themselves off to it. So I really truly wanted to make it easier for people. So starting to talk about five five things to avoid. If you're going to stop using one thing, look on your label and see the word fragrance. I was just Just, going to say, that's what the one thing I, fragrance or perfume, right? Yep. yep. Stay away from it. And it's, and especially because you don't know, uh, they are governed by some secret ingredients when yeah. it comes to fragrance. Exactly. Right. So that's why they're not they're They have absolute legislation to not yeah. disclose their secret ingredient. Yeah. But there can be 1500 ingredients under that one word. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the one that probably so many people are having reactions to. Yep. And then they, they think it's the other ingredients. They're not even sure what else yep. could be doing that. But yep. yeah, that is number one. Absolutely. 
it's it, it's so intense. And then you're trying to teach people. So it's the one thing that I'm like, if the word fragrance is, you have no idea what is actually in the product because it completely, it eliminates everything else that's good on the ingredient list. Mm-hmm. So just avoid it. And there are tons of labels now that you can find that disclose all of the ingredients inside of it. So I know that people get very overwhelmed by what, and sometimes when you're working with clean beauty products, you have to be even further educated on like, um, Anything that I'm trying to think of something offhand, you just have to make sure that you know that if there is an ingredient on there that you would normally stay away from, but on the EWG, it's a low level Mm -hmm. of toxicity, which means it's a one or below, Mm -hmm. that that is still safe. It's actually not going to affect your health. Mm -hmm. So those are things that um, that I'm trying to teach and show people that are a little bit easier. And EWG.org is is definitely a really great pl- resource yep. to have yep. because they have the Skin Deep database um, that is it's compiled by a list of either ingredients or some products if they've been submitted because yep. some people want to get a good rating for yep. their product, yep. so they submit it. It is a very black and white type of uh, platform to use, yes. though, um, because things change a lot and you can even have an essential oil at one time that the rating will go up on because people have been reported having different reactions to that one essential oil but it's just like you might be allergic to the grass yes that's (laughs) like me right like a high high level of allergens in the exactly which is where i need to learn to decipher everything on the list as well so it is a great uh place to go and and take a look at some ingredients to get because those ingredients I mean just trying to pronounce them right and and in that also becomes a little overwhelming because a really good ingredient can also sound really scary. Yeah, um, totally. So it takes some time, definitely. And I always say, you know what, you start with one product. Yeah. As you run out and start to replace it, and you start to really break down those ingredients and and plug it in, yeah, to the Environmental Working Group, to yep. that, the EWG is what it, it is short for, um, to their database and see yep. why and and what uh, what it says about it. And but again, you know, you've got to be your own kind of you have to be your own advocate. You do. Just like when you go you to the do. doctor. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I had this um, client a short time ago, and this is why I'm saying that you need to be your own advocate, um, who actually was telling me about um, an issue she was having on her scalp, and she had actually learned that it was cancer. So she had the, the cancer removed, mm-hmm. and it wasn't healing, but she was using regular products on it. So on an open wound, she was oh using all sorts of like if if you think about Pantene, sorry to call yeah. it an actual brand, feel free to cut that if you need to. <laughs> so if you use regular over the counter brands, um, there there can be very very tricky ingredients in those brands, and there's a reason that usually they're three or four dollars. It's because it's. It's just cheap. It's just junk. It's just junk in it. You get what you pay for, really. Exactly, exactly. So she was still using these ingredients on her head. And I was like, did, like, you you talk to your doctor after this? Because I was was there to to teach her about clean beauty. And she was like, oh, yeah, he's not concerned. And I'm like, you have an open wound for six weeks on your head. And there's no concern. And you're using Mm -hmm. regular products that are now seeping into that. Not to mention just the bubbles and everything that's going in there. Mm Mm-hmm. And on top of it, she used a box dye. Oh, my gosh. And I almost fell off my chair. Yeah. I was like, she was like, yeah, I didn't want my hairstylist to actually put his hands in my hair. So I just colored my own hair with over-the-counter dye. And I'm, I was just like, okay. Mm-hmm. So I tried to express to her 
how important it is. You already have cancer. Mm -hmm. You've been diagnosed with cancer. And now we're just putting chemicals onto your cancer. (laughs) Yes, it's not there at the moment, but you now have the cells in your body. And let's let's do our best to avoid that from coming back. Like I, I was just so mortified. So this is the thing is that a doctor is here to diagnose yep. the cancer. They are not here to tell us how to prevent it. That's not what they've been trained on. Exactly. So we have to be our own advocates and we have to find out how to. And I know so many people are like, oh, the C word, it's such a big word and I'm going to freak people out by saying that. But the reality is sometimes I feel like we need to be freaked out Mm -hmm. because if we're not freaked out, nothing's going to change. Absolutely. And we're going to continue to be taking in these ingredients, 20 ingredients before we walk out of the bathroom. And just fill our bodies with toxicity, not to mention the food. Yes. Like we're not yeah. even at food. We're just on the the stuff we put on our bodies right. and on our faces and in our hair. And I don't know if people really understand how much is actually being absorbed into your bloodstream, your right? Your largest organ yeah. is your skin. And they're now considering calling skin an organ. Do you know this? They're just, Legally. They're, they're just going to yes, consider it? Yes, right? Oh. <laughs> yeah. So they don't they don't consider it an organ, but now they're realizing that, oh my goodness, this is, it's a huge component to our bodies. Absolutely. Yep. It's an organ. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> my gosh. Yeah. And one of the things I was going to say too, when we get back, uh, talk here about, uh, I'm just backing up here with the, the whole cancer thing. Yeah. This is my big issue here is the products that are being endorsed or they're supporting. So they're not really endorsed. They're supporting like cancer care, for instance. And they're able to put that pink ribbon on the bottle or the packaging. And again, it's misleading consumers into thinking, well, this has that that ribbon on there. So Mm -hmm. it has to be okay. Yeah. I think what people have to understand is the world is a business. Yeah. I'm sorry. It is the reality. It's all about the almighty dollar and yeah. and making it. And that one to me is really upsetting. And it also is when I've I've known people that have gone through cancer care and they get a little parting kind of bag when they leave. With and all I, of the toxic products? Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you, come again? Yeah. Is that what we're saying here? Three times. Three yeah. times I've con- contacted cancer care to do and have you really I have to do complimentary um lessons to teach women with cancer not only how to apply makeup I used to do it at mac all the time we would have clients that would come in there and we would work with cancer care on occasion through um we I actually still do guardian angel with mac Mm -hmm. we do the fashion shows there and here we're using our products and don't get me wrong I am about moderation as well so I do still use um, you know, regular retail brands for sure in my in my makeup kits, but I can also completely do a clean beauty makeup application for any clients now. Mm-hmm. And it's taken a little bit of time for me to get here, but I'm here and I can I can absolutely provide that. But when I'm I want to teach them, I want to teach them how to use products that aren't toxic. So I can teach you how to fill in your brows once you've lost them and how to make your, your skin have life again once once you go through chemotherapy or radiation. It can be really, really harsh. And I, I don't know if a lot of people know that sometimes there's a lot of swelling involved. Your skin changes. It gets really tight sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, there's So there's swelling in the face. You're losing your lashes. You're losing even the peach fuzz on your face that can make you just look a little bit more um, human, to mm-hmm. be honest. And so they get this very shiny um, texture. Plastic-y which, yeah, kind of looking. Yeah, with really, really, really dry skin. And they need help to know yeah. how to put put 
um, confidence back in themselves. So is it, this is what it comes back down to for me. Is it about the makeup? No, it's about having control over how you look because Mm -hmm. you used to look a certain way when you felt like yourself. So being able to give that opportunity back to a woman who's lost that through having to go through that, that that's what I want to be doing. So I've contacted them a few times and I've never heard back. Really? Nothing. And I've offered to do them complimentary. No, they're busy and I completely understand that. But I'm here and willing to do them. So if anybody's out there and wants them, I will absolutely tailor them to to help and to teach you how to do. Maybe we can make a partnership on doing them in the store. I'm serious. No, seriously. So like just being able to offer that service. And and it's not about – I don't want it to be about money. That is is so far beyond what – I can even comprehend. I just want to give somebody the opportunity to be able to know how to do it. Please don't use toxic ingredients, especially when you're going through treatment. (laughs) Yeah. You know, yeah. And when you've lost your health, I mean, it's usually when you do make some changes to begin with, but there is that whole educating. It's like, well, if you don't know, you, 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 you know what you know, and you know what you don't know, and yeah. or you don't know what you know. Is that how it goes? Um, you only when know... When you know better, you do better, you mean? When you know better, yeah. you do better. Yeah. yeah. So it takes some time. It does. To, to learn. But again, and it's so overwhelming, but it's like one step at a time. And, and the more you do it, and when you find great products... Yeah. Right? Then it's like, how did I not know about this? Or, or how did I you know, think that it wasn't going to stand up to a conventional product. I mean, there is a lot of, you know, trial as well, because not all clean products are going to perform as well as as another as well. But that's where I come in, because I'm a professional makeup artist. And I I work with all brands that are out there. Yeah. So I know if a clean beauty product or a natural beauty product will perform. Yeah. So I can't go and do a bride and have clean makeup that doesn't perform it has to perform the exact same way that my retail brands do right so yeah you can have it perform the same way you just have to pick and choose the items like there'll be one eyeliner in a brand like Purinata, for instance like their mascaras like number one out there oh, in natural mascaras yeah. yeah so there we go i don't use Purinata on a regular basis in my clean beauty i absolutely do so it's just like there are there are items out there there are long wearing lipsticks that just simply are made with ingredients that stain the lip a little bit more so you can make it work there are so many ingredients there are moisturizers out there that can balance the skin and act like a primer i finally found a primer that's a natural one which was one of the trickiest things beautiful powders that are out there those eyeshadows from Purinata, spectacular mm-hmm. like it's all out there you just have to source them all out and sort of figure out which one's which so that's where i come in mm-hmm. so as a professional i can speak to both sides i can tell you when you need to venture away like if you're going to choose an item that you're going to use that's not natural choose a mascara mm-hmm. choose an eyeliner or choose an eyebrow pencil mm-hmm. or whatever eyebrow product you want to use. But anything that's absorbed by your body in a larger format, like your foundation, your moisturizer, choose those things your in lipstick. a safer brand. Yeah, that you're ingesting. <laughs> that you're eating. I, I do have, there is an argument to people saying that some of the mascaras that are out there as well can be so dangerous for your eyes. That's absolutely a great argument. I'll agree to that. So if you want to choose something safer, there are great alternatives, mm-hmm. like totally. But if you're going to be stuck on certain things, let them be things that cover a very small surface area. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I agree with lipstick. Like today, the lipstick I had on was was one that I, I ingested all day long, right? right. Licking my lips and, and it was no problem. I didn't have to worry about it. And like I 
also would say about lipsticks too, because there is a difference in how they look like a natural lipstick is going to be, you know, uh, it's going to come from the Mika's and the, yeah. and those minerals. So if you want a hundred percent natural, Pure Nata has that, yeah. but it's going to have that shimmer to it. And a lot of people want a matte lip. Yeah. And so I remember, you know, even talking with Pure Nata about this, is there not some way to make it, you know, like someone wanted a true red? Yes. Can you not just do that with fruit and, and yeah. beets or whatever it is to stain like that? And they, you know, she's tried. Yeah. She's tried. You, you really can't do that. I mean, you can do it with the, is it called carmine? The, yeah. Which you know is really is? a crushed beetle. That's exactly what it is. Yes. So she's actually been able to create one, but it has that in it. And there's there's no way around it. No, there isn't. So, or you're using your micas, which then have to be derived safely and from areas that don't have any pesticides. Right. right? That's Or formaldehyde. Right. Which is where um, a lot of the issues with mica come in. Yeah. Yeah. But what I do love is like, because her makeup artist was always using Pure Nata, but yeah. had the same thing where people were wanting something else. So then she made her line, the Tin Feather line yeah. of lipsticks, which are beautiful, but she's like forthcoming about it. And I think this is like their food grade uh, colorants in there. Yeah. So sh they're very transparent, which I like uh, yeah. about this. Nobody's trying to hide anything, yeah. but at least you have an alternative here now. So maybe it's not 100% natural. Yeah. But if you're going to choose those, yeah, it's start taking better. a look at the ingredients. And, you know, I guess even with the other products, if you're going to be, you need, need, need that color because it's going to match this grad dress or whatever it is. Yep. I guess, you know, if it's a limited time to be yep. conscious of that as well, like how often you're using these products too. If you are changing your shampoo, your conditioner, your body wash, your body lotion, yes, yes, and you're yes. wearing a red lipstick every so often. Yeah. But here's the other issue is that if you claim to be a vegan store yeah. and they bring in these red yeah. right lipsticks, then you're then you're running into that problem as well. So which again, like a product can be re vegan but not be safe. Right. So you really have to just be educated and reach out to myself, reach yeah. out to Sherry. If if Sherry doesn't know the answer, I will I I might be able to answer it and vice versa. Yeah. I think that we're both versed enough at this point that we can probably speak to all types of ing ingredients whether they're natural or clean and and be able to help people make those decisions and believe me, reach out Mm -hmm. Because that's that's what I am so passionate about. I really want to help women make better choices, mm -hmm. not only for themselves, but for their families. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it just takes that, you know, you get to that moment. And I think everybody does. And, yeah. and I think now we're hearing so much more about um, about it, like about what's in products. Yeah. You know, I mean, we live in this digital world now, so we have access to it. So yeah. there's, we're hearing all kinds of different stories and, and issues that are happening with these products. And, and really the only way things are going to change is if we stop buying it. We have to start advocating for right? change. Absolutely. And it's with our dollar. That's yep. how we vote. And yep. so if you want something else, because people will say, yeah, it's more expensive, but those prices will come down when they can start to produce it, you know, to that extent. But like, I think they're starting to become pretty much even. Absolutely. You know what ends up happening and people don't pay attention to this. So they'll come into Sephora, let's say, because I still rep a brand out of out of Sephora because I want to I want to know what's happening out there. So I'm I'm not an idiot. I need to make sure I still know what's happening on the other side. Mm -hmm. Like I absolutely need to know everything. So 
I go in, I make sure that I learn all of the products that I can, all of the ingredients, what they do. And when they claim cleaner products in the store, I want to know what that means and how to explain that to a client. Mm-hmm. Now, with the brands at um, all the retail um stores that we have well they'll have like 30 mils in their actual products and they'll be 60 dollars. and then a safer or cleaner brand that you work with will be 50 mils at 60 dollars. and people don't realize that wait a minute it's actually the it, you're getting more bang for your buck over here mm-hmm. they just don't realize or exactly what you were talking about there aren't fillers in the product they don't have to play pay for a celebrity endorsement right so we're paying for the actual ingredients in the product so you might need four pumps of something in a retail store and two pumps or one pump of a cleaner beauty product exactly because it's so much more rich in yeah. the excellent ingredients yeah right? it's just better formulated yeah people just don't know no and now it you is, know there is yeah now you know now you know <laughs> um and it is too about that whole visual thing because i've seen that happen where it's like there's this little bottle because they wanted to use minimal packaging yeah. right because yeah. they're it's going all the way down the line here and then you see the other one and and people just think bigger bottle more product yeah we just see it we don't even really look yeah and it's like there was like double the amount here and you're yes you're probably paying the same but that's what they're doing they're just turning around looking at it And that little bottle is four times concentrated to what the, yeah. And then all of this beautiful packaging has like these layers of glass Mm -hmm. in it, right? It's so half it. And meanwhile, you've got this tiny little vial in the middle. That's actually the product. I know. Yeah. People just, and I didn't know. I didn't know until I started to want to know more. And all of a sudden I'm like, wait a minute, how is that 20 mils in that big bottle? Mm -hmm. And and then it just spirals from there. Totally. Well, I totally know exactly what you're talking about because (laughs) it is, it's once you want to know, and that is the key. I, you have to want to, I mean, we can lead everybody, you know, to it, like leading a horse to water kind of thing. But until you really want to start making those changes, until you see um, the benefits, until you know the benefits, till you know the issues, all of that stuff, you know, you know what you know, and that's how it works. Yeah. So, so you're doing stuff like you're doing some workshops yep. um, and you're doing this. So when you do educating, is yep. it when you're working one-on-one with a client or do you do like, let's go for a tour through the cosmetics section? Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> um, I do both. Okay. <laughs> I do um, a course called Back to Basics and it's it's a four-part series. Um I do recommend for people to start there and people are always like, well, I don't, I don't want to start there. I just want to go straight to shadows or winged liner. And when they get there, they're frustrated because they don't know how we got there. Right. So I find that the back to basics, we literally, the first class, I just demonstrate makeup. Um, I teach them how to do it, what it looks like visually, what, and it's just basic makeup applications in the sense of like just a beautiful everyday look, whether you would wear it to the office or you're, you're a mom and you want to like whip around, but still look polished. It's just a quick look. It'll probably take you 20 minutes. I don't believe in five minute makeup. 10 minute makeup is possible, but 20 minutes is realistic. I feel like take 20 minutes for yourself, build a couple of layers of mascara, get some good foundation with some sunscreen on and some color into your skin, 20, 15, 20 minutes, and we can make it happen. And and have fun and have enjoy it. Yeah, because it does. It is fun. Yeah, it is fun. If for people that in, enjoy it, who right. do, who doesn't, I will teach you how to do it in eight minutes. Yes. But five minute makeup does <laughs> not exist. I'm looking at the microphone saying that. So, um, the second class we actually uh, go through. 
when you need to dispose of products. Okay. How to decrease your consumption. Start purchasing items that are actually going to get used in your bag. So we actually talk about that. Um, a little bit less of an environmental impact as well. And then um, choosing products that are a little bit more recyclable. So in the natural brands, they're also um, more advocates for those types of things. Mm-hmm. So there's some brands, Elate, I think is a brand yeah. where you can actually um, plant their packaging, which is amazing. Yeah. Some of them are made from bamboo. Um even with Purinata, they have the compacts that you can use, right? So you can build the compact and all of that is recyclable. Is that right? Yeah. And yeah. then, yeah. And then you're just buying the refills too. Exactly. You're not having to buy the whole package exactly. again either, which I love. And no plastics usually right. is what's happening, which yeah. is really great. And then the third class week, we, at this point, we've gone through your makeup bag. So we go shopping. So that's when we go through the store together. Nice. So it depends on what the demand is of the class. Um, usually we go to Sephora, we go to Mac, sometimes we go to Porsche Ella. Um, and now we're coming here mm-hmm. because we have enough cosmetics and skincare brands at Generation Green. Um, and it's just amazing. It just depends on what they're looking for. I don't ever pressure it because I know how overwhelming it is. And I find that when I approach it in that way, I generally get them to start switching over a couple of products. As soon as they start to see that they're equally as productive on their skin and they're seeing really amazing results, it's easy from there. And then the last class, I do the makeup demonstration again as they do it on themselves. So now we have all of the product. Everything's in front of you. If you weren't able, like the, it can also be a shopping list. It doesn't have to be, everything doesn't need to be purchased right from the get-go. So then if you don't have it, I'll lend you mine and we go through the list and it, it goes from there. And then it ends up being a relationship. Yeah. Like there's barely anybody that's been in a class of mine that we don't chat or say, hey, how's it going? Or, or they want to come to the next class. And it's been really, really successful for me in doing these workshops and I keep filling them. So yeah. it's been, yeah, it's been lots of I would of fun. love to see it in schools too, like in high schools. Funny. I'm doing okay. my first one tomorrow. Are you really? I really am. Oh, that's Real. amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because they really, I mean, these are the types of things that like, I mean, there's many things that yeah. I wish that they were teaching in school, but that is definitely one of them. Yep. You know, we need to teach our young girls yeah. <laughs> because they're very much into uh, into the Sephora b- brand. And not, oh, I'm not yeah. going to totally diss Sephora. I mean, I, yep. I'm sure that they have some... I don't know. I don't use the brand, so I really don't want to speak on it. Uh, and need, I don't know enough of it. We need companies to start being responsible for the product and ingredients that they are selling, period. It doesn't matter who they are. Mm-hmm. So there are some brands um, that are doing better, for sure. Um, even in the stores, they're, they're taking out some of the, the parabens and the SLS ingredients, which is amazing. That's fantastic. But we need to push further. We yeah. need to see it be a regular thing and something that nobody has to look for. We shouldn't have to look for what's safe Mm -hmm. for us and the fact that there are actual endocrine disruptors in some of these ingredients is just unacceptable to me so we want to talk about women that are dealing with fertility issues it's like well you are literally and they don't know they have no idea you're slathering your body with products that are affecting your hormones every single day how do we stop that we have to stop it well, yeah, and then that's getting passed on, yeah. right? And and so your baby's already born yeah. with how many, you know, chemicals in yeah. them already. There's yeah. a book actually that my son gave me once and it was something about a rubber duck. I'm reading it right now. Oh, are you <laughs> deaf by rubber yes. duck? Isn't that what it yes. is? Yep. And these, yeah. It's Have really you read the, it? Oh, I, I read through part of it. And I'm, I'm a skim reader. I'm like yep. the Cole's notes. I, you know, I'm doing so many different things. Yeah. And so I like to, but I did start reading it and I was actually blown away. Yeah. Because these guys are like, Hold up in a little apartment, yep. t- 
testing their levels out on different things that they expose themselves to. And have you heard about the receipts? Yes. Did you read Yes, yes. The receipts. The carbon big, paper receipts. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And people that actually work in a grocery. Do you know how stressed out I am taking those, oh, those receipts from people now? I have them just put them in the bag. Well, see, we always ask, do you want a receipt? Yeah. I think there are, there's some changes being made with it. And we have been looking and apparently the ones that we have are yep. supposed to even be uh, recyclable, but I don't know um, 100% on this. Like, how can it be carbon paper and be safe? I don't know. It's cr- it is it's really intense. scary. Yep. And again, I mean, we don't want to overwhelm ourselves or scare ourselves so much that yeah. we, you know, just want to be stuck behind a door. Well, not that it's safe in your home. In either. a bubble. Yeah. <laughs> in a bubble. That's the word. Yeah. In a bubble. We don't want to be living in a bubble, but there's definitely ways to offset it. Right. Like you just get, it's a lot about awareness yeah. and educating, but again, we cannot go to that panic part or yep. things either. Yeah. You know, that point, that's the word I'm looking for. The just panic start point. making small changes. Yeah. Yeah. Whether that's your laundry detergent. I was really, um, actually to be perfectly honest, the biggest fight my husband and I ever had was about bounce sheets. Oh, really? Yeah. Were, the biggest were, one. Was he wanting them or you oh, were Oh, he was them? using them on our child's. Okay. uh, Laundry. And I, it is honest to goodness. Yeah. If you ask him what our biggest fight is about, that was, I could not, and this was, I mean, postpartum. So uh, there's a little postpartum issues in there where I was feeling, after I learned about Johnson and Johnson, well, then I start to learn a little bit more. Oh yeah. Yeah, And I'm a new mom that thinks that I need to do everything perfectly for Mm -hmm. my child have since learned that that is not reality. Mm -hmm. However, the, the bounce sheets were like, I like, they're so toxic. Mm -hmm. So incredibly toxic and here he is just putting my baby's laundry in yes. with the bag and I already I'd switched over to all the ball every ball I use six balls in my laundry <laughs> to make sure that there's no static I use the um, lamb's wool ones yeah. with the plastic ones I've got are they plastic so they're rubber ones. rubber yeah yeah and I have six in there I put my little essential oils and there were bounce sheets and I'm like, what is yeah. happening? And I just was like, you don't even understand the anxiety I have over this. So don't get like that. Yeah. We just simply get them but out of our house. But for new moms especially, and I like I do see that a lot where new moms especially don't want to ever compromise, uh, you know, on the health of their child. They will for themselves, but not for their yeah. child. Yeah. Um, and I see that that's probably where people start making those changes. Yeah. And uh, especially, I think the Johnsons and Johnsons was a big wake up for a lot of people yeah. um, because of the formaldehyde scares and all that as well. And I think that's where people were really like you, right? Where you're yeah. just so shocked yeah. and so stressed about that, that it has made them become a little bit more aware yeah. about some of the products because we... We do have a couple trusted lines here. And even for us in in sourcing those products, you know, uh, I think that's why I always looked to local because I needed to be able to trust them. Yeah. And I think it's probably when you're saying about how people come back for your next class because you're building that trust with them. You're not sugarcoating it here. You're not saying, uh, you know, I'm not ever going to use this or I'm not going to do it perfectly. I think that's the big one. I tell people all the time, I'm not doing things perfectly here. I am a work in progress here. I am learning as I go like everybody else. And we can learn though collectively from each other. Yeah. Right. So the more we join up in these types of things, the more we learn together. Exactly. And things are changing so quickly right now. So we didn't know and I I have to be honest did I blame bounce company 
for having the ingredients in their products. No, back in the day, they figured out a way to make people's pants not staticky. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. Did they know what they were putting in it? Did people know what they were doing to themselves when they were smoking cigarettes? True. Yeah. So, but once we know, yeah. Now Johnson and Johnson knows. You you have no excuse. Yeah. So now when I see it's trusted brand by doctors, I'm like police mm-hmm. like what are we even talking about what is trusted the fact that it doesn't burn your child's eyes well mm-hmm. why does it not do that so you need to just be a little bit more investigative with these types of things and I know it's overwhelming <laughs> yeah and even when you say like you know doctor trusted yeah like because doctors aren't educated no. in cosmetic development and so I don't know how it would be doctor trusted <laughs> that doesn't even make sense to me but, but it is Yeah. (laughs) Again, that whole branding thing and marketing, right? Yeah. It's their version of a celebrity, right? Yeah. 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 So in other news now, you've got some other exciting things happening. Yes. Yeah. I've actually, I was like, and what's that? Yeah. Yeah. You got this other thing happening. Yeah. I started uh, with a group um, called Version 5. It's a and are these the five that are on your team? Yes. Or, no, no, oh, on my Maid Beauty yeah, team. On your no, Maid it's, I have one of the girls is actually a stylist from the Maid Beauty team, but that was actually, that just happened by happenstance. Yeah. Yeah. It happened to be that we just, we were creating content actually for our social media on a regular basis. And then, you know, you just want to tag in this person and you're like, hey, wait a minute, we can yeah. do, because social media is such a beast and to grow a business in today's, yeah. to be an entrepreneur and grow business, oh, it's, it's hard. just so, it's so intense. And <laughs> I know you've already done due diligence. You've been able to expand and get this beautiful store. And, and, but it is you, like we were chatting about earlier, it's, it's night and day for you. Like you're working all the time. time. Yeah. And that's the, that's the life of an entrepreneur. And I don't think people realize the beast that, that aren't in it, that social media is. Yeah. And it's your advertising. Now you don't hire an advertising company Mm -hmm. anymore. You don't do that. You, you are your own advertising company. And all of a sudden you have to expose yourself and all of a sudden you have to be in your images. And I'm like, I no 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 no. I didn't get into this for it to be about me. Yeah. I got into this for it to be literally about you. Yes. And how it's about me is that I get to make you feel better. So now I'm supposed to put myself in front of that. And I think a little part of this was selfish because I'm so intimidated to do it by myself. Okay. Um I don't I don't want to be the face of my brand, but apparently that's what I have to be. That yeah. is just the culture of of today's society. And so the the more we carried on, um all of a sudden it went from <laughs> creating more content with more beautiful things to all of a sudden I was like, "Hey, we're just shooting the breeze like this." Yeah. I think we should do a podcast. <laughs> and all of a sudden we're doing a podcast. Yeah. And was it perfect? Have we had this conversation? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. it was not. <laughs> Again. But it will be. Yeah. One day it will be. And 50 episodes in, hopefully, if, if you know, God willing, yeah, we're yeah. there, um, you know, we'll get there and it'll get better. And the, the biggest part for us was to be vulnerable. Right. And put ourselves out there. But what we are is five women with five polar opposite journeys. And just in us chatting, and I, I love talking about, people's lives. Mm -hmm. So I've listened to your podcast in the past and I said how incredibly impacted I was by one of one of your guest speakers. I think she's actually one of your hosts. My co-host, yes. And she was so open about her story and then you were so open about yours and I have to be careful not to get a lump in my throat right now (laughs) talking about it. But I was so impacted by hearing those stories. And this I even listened to those after we had already decided we were gonna do one. And I'm like, I don't know if I can go that far because I would cry right away. Um, But instantly, 
and be that open is what I mean by yeah, going that yeah. far to be that vulnerable because mm-hmm. oh man to put yourself out there and be that vulnerable is it's not easy it takes a brave brave soul but it's so freeing it I haven't gotten there yet yeah it's so freeing <laughs> I'm hoping to at one at one point like in with the positive feedback we get negative feedback and constructive feedback and stuff that's not so constructive um but ultimately the things that are really amazing is when we have women send us messages and one that has happened already. We've done one podcast, one very imperfect podcast. And there was a woman who had suffered from cancer and she had a double mastectomy. And we, our first uh, podcast was about um, self-acceptance and body image. And she was like, I looked in the mirror and, and didn't like what I saw. And it gave her new perspective to just view it as her temple and mm-hmm. think like, but you have to think about how brave and powerful you are to be where you are now. Yeah. Like that's that's the point of this. Don't look at yourself for what you've you you don't have that's now not perfect. Who's that not perfect to? Cuz that's pretty perfect to me to see that you're here and you're brave and how powerful you are. And that's what we wanted to do with this podcast. We mm-hmm. just want to would lift people and it sort of branches from my made beauty brand for myself mm-hmm. in just being just being relatable to people and having you realize that you are truly not alone. So that goes from that little girl who just wanted everybody in the lunchroom to have somebody to sit with. It's the same thing. We just have the ability now to do it through a podcast. Oh, that's you have so someone beautiful. to sit with at a lunch yeah, table. I love that. <laughs> We're here. That's beautiful. Yeah, I really love that. Thank you. And I think, you know, I mean, people are just starving for connection. Yeah. And and building community. And that's how why we thought we would start it too. Yeah. And because we just enjoyed just talking about life and how afterwards, like when you have a good vent sesh, how you just feel like, okay, I got this. Yeah. I can do yeah. this. You know, it's that support. And yeah. it's amazing how powerful that is. And just hearing that somebody else is going through the same thing or has gone through the same thing yeah. or can just see a different perspective of it and totally it's just so so powerful yeah so powerful and in today's like when you when you talk about being an entrepreneur and trying to uh, the only thing you can do is just by connecting more and more right yeah um you want to connect and and i think it's all about to the reasons why you begin to do the things you do mm-hmm what your motivation is in 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 my case and in your case here it really is about ho- helping other people yeah. so when that is your focus you're always looking for opportunities and ways to be able to do that yeah and it just so happened that this is how technology has gone and this is again the advertising that a small business people can afford yeah. to do and <laughs> yeah i mean you'll never hear me on the radio right like just we just could never afford that yeah. airtime kind of thing. Yeah. So we got to make our own airtime. We got to just like plow through there and and uh, burst through because why yeah. not? Yeah. Why are we not able to? Because we'll all have this where we'll sit there and go, "Who the heck do I think I am?" That is verbatim what we went through. Oh my Every gosh! Every single yeah. one of us had that little breakdown where yeah. we're like, "Well, what do I have to contribute?" Yeah. And then all of a sudden we're like, "Okay, do you know that you have this, 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 and this?" And then, but we all need the reminder to Absolutely. each other. Absolutely. Do you know when we launched that? I was like, people are gonna think who do I think I am? No, please don't. Don't even. Yeah. I don't think who I am. Yes. All I want to do is help you build exactly. self-confidence. I don't think I'm anybody 
yes. special at all. That's actually a part of the problem. Yes, yes. <laughs> we should think that we're all, you know, special and unique. And I keep saying to people, like, there is only one you. I say yeah. this in our podcast. I say this every day. How incredibly special is that? Yes. Like one you. There is literally on this entire planet, there's not another one. Even if somebody looks like you, they're not like you. Mm-hmm. They're not you. And Instead of all of those insecurities, you know, creeping in, get rid of them. And I had this really amazing conversation with um, a psychologist this week. She was a client of mine. And we were talking about anxiety mm-hmm. and, you know, having little bouts of anxiety. And what do you think having a podcast does? Oh or putting yourself on a new adventure like, oh, you have a podcast now, hey? Yeah, don't think I don't think that people are thinking that, right? So you're just like, okay. And I was like, how do you get over that? Like, how do you like just be and allow it to happen and whatever, you know, let the universe lead. And she's like, you can literally create a new cognitive pathway. And I'm like, okay, excellent. <laughs> How do I do that? And she's like, you just create it. Yeah. You stop that thinking and you start thinking in a different direction. And I'm like, oh, so pretty much what we're doing for other people or what we hope to do. But meanwhile, I'm struggling with it myself. So that's the point. That's right. the point. Totally. We all are still working on it, but we're going to do this together. And I'm not going to let those negative thoughts get into my head to the point where we're not going to do this. Exactly. We're going to brave through. And if it takes all of my energy, which it does, because we know as entrepreneurs, <laughs> <laughs> it's every day, all day. I just want women to stop wasting time yeah. on all of that. I was way too old when I started to realize that, also known as like last week. I, I, I just don't want people wasting this much time. There's so much I could have done and been brave about. I would have swam way more. I would have jumped in the ocean more. I would have jumped in the pool at the pool party more often. Clearly a lot about water. Um, <laughs> right? I would have just yeah. been a braver makeup artist. I would have gone out there and thrown myself out there and, and been like, you know what? So if I screw up, yeah. who cares? Yeah. Just push forward and keep going, you know? Yeah. And I want women to do that. And it's not just women. We just happen to be five women talking right, to exactly. women yes, about yes. our personal I mean, everybody has the same things. Exactly. Yeah. No, totally. And I think, you know, when we go and say those things like, oh God, if I had known then what I know now, if I had done those things and I'm not a good look back kind of person. Um, Instead, I'm like, all right, what am I doing with the rest of the time I've got right now? And I won't compromise it for one thing. Uh, And I think the the more you age and and the smarter you get about things, they say that happens, you know, the more you realize what's important here. And it's like, yeah, okay, I can't go and do a do over there, but I can change things right now, this moment, how I think, how I feel, how I react. I have that control. And I think we just have to, to know that I, I'm not, I guess I'm just going to be me. Yeah. And if it's not to someone's liking, well, I guess you can shut me off or not yeah. come here or what have you. And I mean, like I said, here's my notes. I wrote your name down, right? Um, <laughs> because I'm not going to be pretentious about things. Yeah. And I'm not going to pretend that I'm the most articulate person or that I'm, I'm just going to do me. Yeah. And I'm like, you with what you say about, you know, I'm in perfectly perfect. Yeah. And I'm just going with that. Yep. And hopefully, you know what, if I can, if I can touch one person. Yeah. Then, wow, great. Fabulous. And you've already done it a hundred times over, right? Like, and I'm just like yeah. having a good time. Yep. That's it. We're yeah. here for a short yeah. time. Yes. So let's have a good time. Well, I love that. I'm going to use the, I'm going to use that. I'm not going to compromise. That's a really great way to make the next steps. I, I love that a yeah. lot. And 
you we do get so wrapped up in negative feedback but i i love that we're just shut me off yeah shut me off and don't waste your own precious time listening to something that we're not feeding you Mm -hmm. so that's it exactly thank you for your time (laughs) yeah and good luck exactly and that's all right yeah (laughs) that's exactly it and you know what you're doing great thank you're doing great with everything you're doing (laughs) and because i know your motivation behind it too and i think when you know that about somebody, you want to support them too. Like you, you, you build your cheerleading team, right? With those <laughs> yeah. people that get you, that yeah. know you, that see you for what you are. And uh, so don't don't hide. Thank you. Don't hide, okay? Thank you. I appreciate that a lot. Now you're going to get, see, there goes the empath in me all tearing up. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so anything else you want to tell people about? Uh, how do they find you? How do they uh, get a hold of you? You can find me at Made Beauty Co. on Instagram or on Facebook. Um, that's the best way, really. Um, you have a yeah. website too, though, yeah, right? Yeah, I have a website, www.madebeautycocompany.com. Um, yeah, it's out there. You can reach me through there as well. Um, I do lots of workshops. Come join one. Come mm-hmm. hang out. Um, we're talking about doing one because we definitely want people to come into Generation Green and yeah. have an opportunity to talk with myself and you and um, and really teach more about it. And I think that this will definitely help with that. I think that uh, people need to know that there are avenues to do this and to learn about how to choose better products without feeling overwhelmed. And that's what you and I are here to support them with. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Come join us. Yeah, totally. And we'll be making sure we post it uh, as well when we do yeah. kind of firm everything up. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, Nancy, thank you so much. And I'm wishing thank you the you. best of luck. So everybody Aww. check out version five. Yep. Right. That's what we're called. Yep. Called? Version underscore underscore five on Instagram. Okay, yep. perfect. And uh, yeah, so everybody keep uh, keep being your own health advocate. Don't compromise. Your health is the most important thing uh, that you have because without it, you can't enjoy anything. So really take that to heart. Um, anyways, but thank you, Nancy. Thank you for having me. This was fantastic. I appreciate it. Good. Until next time, everybody, just keep letting yourself blow and be a wildflower. Mm-hmm.